All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Fight, liberty, and the If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mig. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. I am your host, Lance Miliacho. As always, uh, George Ballantine, the birthday boy, sitting here. I just want to remind everybody, happy birthday to George Ballantine. Don't forget to let him know in the chat how much you appreciate him. How much you He's, love him. Uh, yeah, he's ready to go out. Are you going out tonight? Are you like? Is anybody taking you out to dinner? Your family? Well, you Lance, not? you know it is seven o'clock Eastern time here in New Jersey. By the time we get done with the show, it'll be kind of late. You know, I'm putting work before personal because this is important. Uh, oh, right Don't, now uh, I'm playing uh, the world's smallest violin for you. Right now, no, no, I'm off. Listen, I'm good, man. You know, no, in all reality, I'm gonna go to my sister's afterwards for some cake. But truthfully, going out. On Valentine's Day, it's so crowded and stuff. It's pain. Yeah, I they want to. They want to flip tables, get you in and out. You know, if I, I don't have a girlfriend, I mean, or I'm not married. But if I was, I'd like to take my time. It's it's not as bad, but it's kind of like having your birthday on Christmas. It's just you you get screwed on the gift thing. But the Valentine's thing is kind of tricky having your birthday on it, right? Oh no, I, right got, no? I got to make sure I get more. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's makes all sense. about love, Ben. Well, I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Happy birthday, George. Tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means a right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Uh, edge of the knife, and you know that's what we do on this show every single episode. We're truth tellers. We bring you the receipts. We bring you the proof. We bring you the right guess, and we allow you to make your own decision. Again, we don't care what party you're with because at the end of the day, it's a uniparty in Washington, D.C., and right now the only thing I care about is uniting we the people against the government because we know that it is the deep state cabal and it's not really getting any better on its own uh our plan here on the big mega as always is to educate you and through that education to unify the country and you know that that's what you have to do with your friends your family your neighbors it's all part of the plan i want to thank our sponsors as always and i want to thank our listeners and subscribers without you guys we wouldn't be on air there wouldn't be any reason to we'd just be talking to each other george and i already do enough of that the idea behind the show was to actually provide you with the information that you can't get on mainstream media. As you know, we're stacking this uh, show up with guests. Uh, the upcoming months, we have got guest after guest after guest. I think you're going to be surprised about who's coming on and why they're coming on as we get closer to the elections. In the meantime, I want to thank the sponsors, seaofmud.com, Patriotic Apparel for the whole family. As you guys know, they have a lot more than Patriotic Apparel, home of the Big Mig swag. You can get over there and find the Big Mig shirts, hoodies, long sleeves. We'll be coming out with some more products. George has already got the designs done. We're kind of waiting to see what the market is. We've still got a few items left in the store, so get them before they're gone. Of course, they also produce beanies, coffee cups, and lots of other items, coolers, you name it. You got to go over to the site, take a look at seaofmud.com. And of course, BeardVet. Keurig's $12.99 for a 12-ounce bag. You can buy your ammunition there. You can get, obviously, the non-woke competitor to the Stanley Cup, which you know I don't can't stand Stanley. I'm hearing some terrible rumors about those cups. I'm not going to say it on air, but you might want to check into the details on Google. 
Uh, these guys are patriotic Americans, America first. They believe in what they're doing. Great company. And of course, as always, ideaordie.com. The top verified organization on X fighting to expand the voice of everyone, not just conservatives. They don't like the suppression. I don't like the suppression. The, as a verified org, they are putting their money where their mouth is, and they are getting behind top Americans that believe in America first and believe in truth. We appreciate the relationship with them, and it's only going to get better as time goes on. You can go take a look at it, ideaordie.com. So if you like the show, don't forget to comment, thumbs up, like, follow. We're going to give you all the information to follow Tina Peters. You know that's our guest tonight. She's been under fire for quite some time, but resilient is the word I would use to describe her. George, I'm sure you'd like to make a couple of comments about Tina before we bring her in. Uh, listen, Tina was bouncing up to the music in the, in the on backstage. You know, she's a <laughs> awesome woman. She's fighting for not only for herself, but for this whole country because her case has so much evidence. And, you know, I'm going to use this. Excuse me, Tina. Ladies, excuse me. I don't use this word very often, but this person warns using this word jenna griswold is a c word 100 percent. i don't use that very often but she's definitely because what she's doing she's in on this deal they should be putting her on trial not tina peters i mean yeah i agree i i think she's evil personified i believe that her relationship with soros is unsavory i don't know if you saw this uh, which is just incredible to me. Alexander Soros is now dating Huma Abedin. They were just photographed know, together just in France. I can't think of two more evil people that have combined, uh, maybe with the potential to make evil babies. I don't know if there's such a thing as an evil baby, but if it was such a thing as an evil baby, those two would produce it for sure. I don't trust either one of them. I believe that uh, the, the, the sources should be on the international terrorist watch list, which would allow the U.S. to trigger military engagement. But again, that's my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. I just believe in this country being America first. That's my top priority. And getting back to what we deserve, which are free and fair elections. George, throw up the thumbnail. I had a little bit of fun with it. I couldn't help myself because this is what I think of every time I see Jenna Griswold. Yeah, I know. It's all in the eyes, George. It's all in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, evil, I have to tell evil you. Evil bitch. I'm not a fan. I live here in Colorado. George is in New Jersey. Uh, I'm stuck here in liberal hell, yeah, knowing Lance. that the leadership and the political environment here sucks. What are you doing, my girl now, Tina Peters over there? You're in Colorado, that's right? How you how you letting them happen to Tina Peters, Lance? I, uh, dude, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I wish I could Sorry, fix Tina. it. I'd get, I would get rid of Jenna if I could arrest her tomorrow. Well, I would. Lance, you know what? Throw your gear on, you know. And I'm not, that's <laughs> yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah, that, that, that let the that's grim, exactly let the, what they would expect from me. Let hey, the George, Grim Reaper come out. Let the Grim Reaper come out, Lance. Yeah, you know, Tina, we always talk about, she's backstage, we always talk about that I'm not qualified to be the OIG, but if I was going to be the OIG, if I was given that role in Washington, D.C., when Trump takes back over, it would be Lance the Grim Reaper Miliacho for a lot of reasons. One of my old call signs from when I used to work in a different time period. George, there's a couple of links I want to put up for Tina. Tina. We're also going to give her a chance to plug some of the other websites. She's obviously in lawfare and obviously can use all the support and help she can get. But look, she's a cancer survivor. She's a gold star mom uh, of a former Navy SEAL, her son, uh, which is a sad story in itself. She's a whistleblower, former elected Mesa County, Colorado clerk. And of course, in accordance with the law, she provided what she believed to be a protected and free 
and fair federal election and by preserving the election records put herself in harm's way because the irregularities were being brought to her over and over and over again she believed without a doubt that she was doing her job and that's the same thing that i believe she's been persecuted prosecuted maligned libeled slandered they'll tell you that it's all in the name of justice i believe it's all in the name of injustice and uh, you have to look at it. She's facing, I mean, a, a plethora, a host of legal battles, including a 10-count indictment, a criminal indictment. And, of course, they want to take away her voice. They want to hide their criminal behavior and the fraud behind the, uh, the 2020 election. We know it. They know it. They continue to do it. Some incredible news has come out over the last couple of days that we're going to discuss. And I think you're going to find a lot of details. I want Tina to give you some background. And when she comes in, it's important, you guys, to not hear only where she started, but where she is now, and what she's doing to fight for everyone. Because she's not just, you have to realize, what she's done is put herself in a horrendous situation by trying to do the right thing. And again, you guys know that. It's lawfare. It's rules for thee, not for me. There is no rule of law. It's one of those kind of systems. So, uh, George, there's no reason for me to continue to go on. Oh, you want to bring her on? I thought you were going to do the slides. Okay, hold on. Let me get no, her on. No, I think here. we bring her on, and we'll go into slides with her. All right. Welcome to the Big Mix Show, Tina Peters. How are you doing, beautiful? Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday Thank to you, you Yeah, Tina, thanks so much so much for joining us. Uh, we, I know how hectic your life is. You're running around. You've got a new show over on Lindell TV One. Uh, fill us in. So maybe let's start with uh, what made you make the decision to get into politics. I don't know if that's a decision you regret at this point. But what got you started that, you know, because you, your life was going really well, you were having a good life and an easy life, not that things weren't complicated because of your family and your son, but things weren't what they are now. So what brought you to that path? Right. Well, in 2016, I, I was um, recovering from cancer surgery. They took out a third of my lung and uh, I didn't know whether I was going to live or die. And I just, I said, okay, if this is it, you know, I'm okay with it. I said, I said to God, I said, but you know my prayer, don't let me leave here until I've done everything that you sent me here to do. And I was looking for some, and right then at that moment, I knew I was not going to die. And and, uh, and and I was looking for more meaning. I, I started getting involved in walking uh, in late uh, no, uh, 16, 2016 uh, to support Trump. Um, and after that, I, I decided to run for office. I said, I need to give back. Um, I couldn't believe how many people were not involved in our country. And I was one of them, to be honest with you. And so I picked the hardest job. Uh, we had three and a half hour wait times in my county. If you've ever been, if you've ever been in uh, the Motor V department and had to wait, well, there were three and a half hours in my county. So I said, as a business owner for 32 years, we had a, a building business, my husband and I, I said, I can fix that. And I did very, very quickly. They said it couldn't be done. I did it. Uh, never expecting to to be the main one that revealed what was inside the voting machines. 2020 came and went, Trump won in my county. People kept bringing me information, but I thought, you know, that's that's probably happening in other states, but not in my county. It was the April 6, 2021 election. And when I pulled the results, I said, there's no way. There's no way those people won. Very unlikely candidates, very unlikely results. And so uh, the Dominion and Secretary of State were coming in to do a what they called a trusted build, which was supposed to be a <laughs> 
software update. Yeah, you can. That's definitely laughable, with what we'll see in a few minutes that you're revealing as well. And uh, all I did was I backed up the election records, which I'm required to do by federal law. And when Jenna Griswold found out in August of 2021 that I had done that, that I'd actually made a before and after image, and it showed their criminality, all hell broke loose. And uh, and it's never been the same since. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously the irregularities, I, I, you know, when you and there's a movie we're going to talk about, by the way, guys, you can find it on the big Meg in 10 different languages. That's selection code. Thanks to George Ballantine working with Spiro Pictures on that film. Um, so, you, you know, you, the, the moment that you decided to obviously preserve the records, which, in my opinion, before we even go into that, I, I mean, that would be common sense. Obviously, if you're in that position and, and you're responsible to uh, prove that the elections are uh, free and fair and honest, I would think that a backup comi- copy would be normal. But of course, that's what triggered them coming after you. They alleged that it wasn't legal. I've looked at a lot of the Colorado State documents about elections, and I can't find anywhere where it doesn't say that the election records don't have to be preserved for a certain amount of time. Am I wrong about that? Is there something I'm missing? Well, it's interesting because, yes, it was absolutely legal. As a matter of fact, the trifecta in Colorado, as you know, uh, the the legislature and the, the secretary of state and the governor, uh, all radical leftists, they um, made it illegal. So we know it was legal. However, making something illegal doesn't actually, if it conflicts with the Constitution and it conflicts with federal law, it, it, it can't hold up. So federal law requires that you preserve election records, all election records, electronic and paper election records, for 22 months. And that's what I did. So they really don't have... Uh, they don't have any legs under this uh, persecution and prosecution, but nevertheless, um, there's still a court date coming up where they're going to try to send me to prison. This is now, I want to lawfare, ask you this, right, Lance? This is pretty much lawfare. It, it is, George. Mm. I mean, without a doubt, that you've nailed it. But ex post facto laws—that's uh, also an issue potentially. Were the laws in place before you pulled the copy? Is that what they're saying? No, they were not. They were not. Okay, and that's what I don't understand because I didn't think they were because an ex post facto law doesn't normally apply to something that occurred prior to that. So when you pass a law post of a fact, let's say that stealing a bottle of beer from a restaurant isn't illegal, as an example, and you steal that bottle of beer, if the following day they they pass a law that says you can't steal a bottle of beer uh, from that uh, bar, that would be an ex post facto law. Normally those don't apply because... The, the whole thing about criminality is you have to have the mens rea of a crime when you commit the crime. If I know that it's a crime to actually commit the action that I'm getting ready to take and there's an injured party, in this case they're saying it's the state of Colorado or the people of Colorado, then my mens rea was that I knew I was committing the crime in advance. In your case, in no way was your mens rea or your mental state ever about the fact that you thought you were doing something that was illegal. And the fact that they passed the law post of what your actions were I don't see how any of those laws would apply because there's specific laws about ex post facto because that was something that came over. Uh, it goes all the way back to Magna Carta because that was a standard operating procedure for the monarchies in other countries to say, oh, you didn't know you couldn't poach a deer? Well, we, we just changed that law today. 
yeah, but I, I shot the deer yesterday. So it was standard for the monarchies to pass laws after the fact. So ex post facto laws are really ingrained into our legal system that you're not supposed to be obligated to those. And additionally, the Constitution, the state constitution and the federal constitution, those would be what I would consider the highest law land. Of course, a, a state constitution writing below the U.S. Constitution. But of course, our federal government has decided that they are, uh, they believe they ride above the U.S. Constitution, which in fact is not true. It's the supreme law of the land. Federal law is supposed to override, especially in election systems, because the compact with the American people uh, is that they are going to provide and, and assist in any manner free and fair elections across the country. That is not what we have right now. The machines are obviously fully corrupted at multiple levels. Uh, there's obviously a lot of conspire conspiratorial behavior behind the scenes. Uh, recently, there's a phone call that just got leaked that George and I covered this morning on our uh, nationally syndicated radio show. And we were discussing how this phone call included people from Dominion, Smartmatic, the FBI, the DOJ, and it was the day of the 2020 election. There can't be any reason other than nefarious reasons that they would be on that phone call. But you downloaded this in the fact that you thought you were doing your job, correct? I mean, is that not why you did it? Well, that's right. They'd already told me they were yeah. going to delete a QR code program. And and that's the one, that's the link to J. Alex Halderman's report because of, the, of what just happened in Georgia. They finally released um, his report after all these years. I mean, as a matter of fact, today is Valentine's Day. In 2022, I ran for Secretary of State on February 14th um, because I love the people of this country. And so they weren't releasing the information about, about J. Alex Halderman's report. And as many of you know that uh, that a few Fridays ago, J. Alex Halderman with a, with a big pen showed in in two less than two minutes how you could hack the computers and that that information has tried to get out for years for years and that was one of the reasons why I ran for Secretary of State I said you know I've got to run the belly of this beast interestingly enough I was I was uh indicted the month after that and um and thrown in jail I mean you know they, they've done everything they can to me. But um, but February fourteenth is very is very dear. So um, you know, we've got lots. Of, obviously, this this holiday is packing up on us. That uh, George is uh, literally uh, celebrating his birthday all day today. Of course, Me. and uh, there's a lot. So the anniversary of that for you is obviously I wouldn't call it a special date, but it is historical, and I believe it'll go down in history. I believe that you're going to uh, succeed in your defense of this, but. So let me ask you a question. When you download, after you got the information and, you, and you're, you're doing what you're doing, how many more people, forget what you'd already seen or what you thought was going on, how many other citizens and other people came to you and said, Tina, there's something wrong. None of this makes sense. How often did you hear that story post of you uh, downloading the information? Well, and, and that was the issue is people kept coming to me and kept coming to me. So I want to tell people out there that are listening that keep going, keep, keep you know, bugging your representatives, keep bringing them information, because that's what did it for me, Lance and, and, uh, and George, is the people. And that's who we serve, or the people. That's mm -hmm. what it's supposed to be, right? But what we found is... Because of these machines, because of the registration database that has been run by ERIC, Electronic Registration Information Center, who's another, that's a whole nother thing, um, you know, that where they've been cheating the elections, 
<laughs> that these people have been selected, not elected. So when they found out that I had the goods on them, and we didn't even know at that point how much of the goods, it keeps coming out. I mean, there were, and people can go on my website and see the proof of what was revealed uh, in three reports at tinapeters.us. The first report came out, and, and keep in mind, I was, after this broke, I was flown to I was flown to another state and and a week later my hotel was physically breached. I mean the 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 door jam bit open. I mean they were trying to get to me. And then after that I had 24/7 armed security. They wanted to get to me. And uh and then when the first report came out uh in September uh 16th, I took it to the DA, I took it to the commissioners and they did nothing. Uh mm. then I took him the second report. Uh, what they did was they took me out of office illegally. Uh, Jenna Griswold came, wanted me to sign this uh, this 10-page declaration that said, uh, one of the things that my favorite said, that I would agree to retract, recant, and repudiate what I said on Facebook Live, that these machines need to be more transparent to the people and not be allowed to do what they're designed to do. When I would not sign it, she went to a judge and and, and had me illegally removed. Um, so uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's it's these are they just keep doing criminal things. Then I ran for Secretary of State. I won the uh, I, I won the um, uh, primary, but I but I came in last. Now how did that happen? The way that happened is I was I was sixty two percent in the GOP. Um, uh, uh, convention. I was 47% up in the GOP poll in with three candidates, and we watched on the last day exactly how they flipped the votes. I mean, we saw them flipping the votes in one county from uh, at 1130 at night when the staff had gone home at 10 p.m. So I came in last, if you can believe it. I'd raised more money in four months I, that I jumped into the race on February 14th in four months uh, and June 28th than all of my opponents combined. And listen to this. This is what's really interesting is that when you see what's happening now, what the my opponent was Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson is the director and the secretary of Center for Tech and Civic Life, the one that, that uh, Mark Zuckerberg funneled $470 million through to defeat Donald Trump. So so here's here's my opponent who was really just a placeholder so Jenna could get back in, right? Or stay in power. And then you have her mother who is the one on the one the V petitioner on the case to take Trump off the ballot in Colorado, her mother-in-law, Norma Anderson. And then you have uh, just recently there was a because the GOP in Colorado uh, defended me in my case and said to, to support me uh, for my trial. Thirty two uh, former clerks and former uh, uh, and, and present clerks and secretary of states signed a letter that said that what I did was illegal. Now, so now we're able to identify who more of the criminals are, which is wonderful. I mean, they don't they don't get it. So I was I was in court this week and I'll get to that part in just a moment. But I mean, God just keeps coming in and uh, we keep winning the fight no matter how hard they try. But I'll, I'll stop there and I'll, I'll share the rest.
Well, I've got to tell you, clerks acting like they have any legal knowledge or legal experience or legal expertise to sign a letter saying that what you did was criminal is ridiculous in itself. You can't make legal precedents based on a bunch of nobodies that sign a document. That's not how the law works. Uh, and obviously, there's no precedence for anybody doing this in Colorado. There's never been a case like yours where somebody does their job that they're actually trying to make sure that the election is honest and that it's that, that the integrity that's required uh, is being performed correctly. And that, in fact, you were doing that. You created a report. You submitted it. And what I find really interesting, and George, I'll let you comment on this one. As we go forward, we've heard the story, right? We're conspiracy theorists. We don't know what we're talking about. We don't have the knowledge. But each time a new report comes out, like Georgia, and you watch them take a Dominion machine and you watch him switch the votes with a ballpoint pen. You watch him take that hack. What was that thing called, George? A what bunny? Remember, it was like a little drive he stuck in there that you could buy on Amazon for a hundred bucks. Um, a something bunny. That's not a drive. It's software. You got to put it on drive. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Interesting deal, but you saw him put that into the printer drive, and, and then he was able to actually swap out the, the code, which is just unbelievable. They continue to tell us the machines weren't connected to the Internet. George and his own precinct took video, and were, they were actually connected to the Internet, all the machines. I still we've have seen that. that they had, we've seen they had uh, network cards in them. We've seen the machines. We've seen them connecting them. We've seen those videos. With yeah. 36 in our county, 36 wireless devices. And, and, you know, that in itself is enough proof. But yet when you have these courts and these district attorneys that are so compromised that really are the far left and that are so funded by people like George Soros, the corruption just continues, right? It's Mark Zuckerberg. I believe Mark Zuckerberg is an enemy of the United States. If I was president, executive order, uh, my first five executive orders would list all the individuals that need to be immediately arrested across the United States. Mark Zuckerberg would be on the list, as would Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, Klaus Schwab, uh, Alexander Soros, George Soros, Yuval Harari, Noah Harari. Again, you know, I'm never going to be president. It's unlikely at this point uh, never in my life. Never say never, Lance. Yeah, yeah. Right. at the end of the day, though, if I had the job, the budget and the authority, I'd be happily execute those arrest warrants if they asked me to. But here's the point. You're going through all this stuff. Uh, you just had an amazing event you told me about over the phone, which I think can only be the fact that somebody is looking out for you. And I'm going to let you share the story because you are just about ready to start your trial. And things were, were complicated even at this moment, because I think the, the longer your trial takes to come uh, to fruition in court, I think the better it's going to be for you, honestly, because more and more information, and we're going to talk about one of those stories, comes out every single day that we sit here. There's more proof of the corruption and how bad our elections are really not trustable. But can you tell the audience that story about you were getting ready for court and what happened? That's right. That's right. Well, as you can imagine, this is the, I've been persecuted and prosecuted since the very beginning, since 2021. So I was ready. I'm ready for this to be over. Um, but at the same time, it has to be right. And I was starting to have a little bit of, uh, of um, impasse with my attorneys, and it just didn't feel right. We were, uh, our relationship was, was being broken. And um, I was bringing uh, on new attorneys, well, I was in California speaking at the uh, Church of Glad Tidings. I don't know if you know Pastor Brian. He was just on my show, by the way, mm -hmm. my 
uh, 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 Lindell one show on Frank's speech and amazing testimony. You, you guys have to listen to that. But I was there at the church and I, I, I spoke on Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday. And I started feel, I felt, I told the pastor's wife, I said, I don't feel good. I'm starting to get sick or I'm getting a scratchy throat and stuff. Well, sure enough, I came down with COVID. So I I get home, I go to the doctor, uh, the the new attorneys are, are going to come in and I go to the doctor, I've got COVID and it's like, oh my gosh, what, what are we going to do? You know, I don't, I, I'm not going to feel, I, this is going to be horrible going through a trial this week, but it's scheduled to go. So in the meantime, we have, we have prayer warriors and I just want to call out uh, Mesa County. There's some they're a small army, but I'll tell you, they're mighty. They had been walking around the Justice Center doing a Jericho, seven-day Jericho march, and this was their sixth day. And um, I could just feel the prayers, and I could feel what was going on. Well, the judge gave me two, gave me three choices. He said, he said, um, uh, okay, either you hire your your attorneys back, your old attorneys back. Well, that that couldn't happen because I'd already fired them, right? Or you, these attorneys need to um, go ahead and conduct the trial, uh, you know, going forward this Friday, and um, and or you need to represent yourself pro se. So, so these were the three choices. And um, it's ridiculous. I mean, honestly, there's never a judge in any case that doesn't allow new counsel to have time to get on top of the case records. And in your case, I imagine you have boxes and boxes of files and evidence that need to be gone through. So that well, in itself is just criminal. That's practicing law from the bench. You have no idea. Hold but your thought you, for a minute, Tina. We're going to take a quick happened. break. Don't you guys go anywhere. Tina's going to tell you this story. I think it's an amazing story. It proves good versus evil once and for all. Stand by. We'll be right back after the commercial break. toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions introducing sea of mud apparel your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural america we were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living let your clothes speak for you embrace quality comfort and the american way shop now at seaofmud.com Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. 
This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. Here we are your hosts, Lance Miliaccio, George Ballantine, and our special guest, Tina Peters from Colorado. Before we get going, don't forget, you want the best sheets around. They're Giza sheets from Mike Lindell, MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TheBigMig. You get the best sheets around on the market by far. They're very comfortable. Tina loves them. She, she I love uh, them. Yeah, I know. So do I. Lance <laughs> likes them, too. The Lance's dogs, especially likes the, the, the dog beds from uh, my pillow too. You can get dog beds. They everybody. do. Yeah, they fight over the dog beds. I, mean, I don't know. They love that thing. And then we I got, like this. Yeah, sure. we got General Flynn's store. If you go to General Flynn forward slash the Big Mig, you get all kinds of good stuff under the Big Mig name. We're just doing it to help promote General Flynn, and help him out because he's a great patriot fighting for this country. And don't forget Sea of Mud, all caps. The Big Mig get fifteen percent off. Especially get one of them big mig shirts or sweatshirt or hoodie. Anyway, so we're going back to Colorado here with Tina and why this prosecutor was crying tears because she put her on video and made a mistake. Didn't believe Tina that she was sick. I mean, it's a shame. That's what you get from evilness over there, right? That's right. That's right. You know, I just want to say, too, buying from Patriots is so important. No one should be shopping at... Uh, Starbucks. I bought myself a fifteen dollar uh, French press that it makes the best coffee. And of course, I you agree. know we've got great coffee done by Patriots that we need to support. 
So um, stop buying Starbucks. They fund transgender operations. Have you seen the video of the Starbucks cups that the small, the medium, and the large is basically all the same coffee because they narrowed the cup? You can oh. take the small, pour it into the medium, and it's the same size. You can take the medium or take the small again, pour it into the large, and they're full cups, every one of them. So a small cup at Starbucks. So you've been getting street jacked by Starbucks. If you don't believe me, go buy yourself three of those cups, take it home and do the measurement, take the small, pour it in the medium. I was blown away. What they did, I guess, is they made the cylinder smaller as they got uh, taller. Well, I'm not going to buy it, but I'll ask them for three. Uh, yeah, three cups three and cups. do it on air. Exactly. <laughs> I, I like your thinking. So, Tina, please finish <laughs> yeah. the story because I, I thought it was an amazing story when you told me it on the phone earlier you this know, week. You it, know, it is, uh, I mean, seriously, God, you know, I tell people what God brings you to, he'll see you through. Just step up and, 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 and heed the call. So here I am. I'm not feeling well. I've got my camera off. I'm in my bathroom in my pajamas because, I mean, I didn't have the strength to. It already, had already um, been diagnosed by the doctor as having COVID, um, had already been prescribed medicine, um, and actually had already, already had a note, a letter um, from the doctor. And... <laughs> So I had my camera turned off, except for when the judge first came in, you know, and he saw I was there and I turned it off. So the next, so then he gives us those three, the, those three choices, right? To either, uh, to either keep my attorneys, which I just fired, that I had a, a breach with, to have the new attorneys come on, but they have to start uh, trial in just a few days and they have no, no information, or represent myself pro se. Yeah. So, so the judge asked me, now, see, I have my four-year degree in holistic nutrition, but as far as formal school, the, as far as I went was high school. So he says, um, he says, Miss Peters, uh, what is your education level? Uh, you know? And I said, well, uh, your honor, um, high school, I went as far as high school. And so, I mean, I've run a business for 32 years, but I didn't, you know, I mean, that was my education. That was the question. Yeah. And so, so he says, okay, we're going to, and this was getting late. Uh, it was getting into like 6.30 at night. And so he said, okay, tomorrow I'm coming back. And and he was very thoughtful. I have to give it to the judge because he didn't start out this way in the beginning. I thought he really had it out for me because he would be so uh, abrasive. And the DA had actually stopped a proceeding that I was in the audience um, and accused me of to the judge of recording the the uh uh the the court hearing and the court hearing was on webex and i said no your honor he says are you recording and i said no your honor i said this is a work day for me i was there for my chief deputy who was uh, on um uh, being in, in that court that day and on trumped up charges and so the next day they can't uh, they they stop a commissioner's hearing now these are the three commissioners that i took the the uh the proof to the reports to three different times mesa county 1 2 and 3 they stop the commissioner's hearing for 22 minutes we have no idea what's going on me and some other supporters were just there to redress the government with our grievances right and they do that after they do their business 22 minutes. We watched the video later that after I was already arrested and handcuffed, which is what happened next within the hour. And the one of the commissioners puts the mic down and bends down and looks up at the other one and says, she won't want to come back here after this. And the other one said, sacrificial lamb. 
So they follow us out, wow. right? At, after they got the after they got word that they had the search warrant because they could see the iPad in my purse, right? They had the search warrant. So we walk a block away with five five um, supporters and we're sitting at a table in a coffee shop and the police and the DA investigators converge on the coffee shop, handcuff me. I thought they'd broken my wrist, take the iPad. There's nothing on the iPad. I had to go to court. They found me guilty for lying to the judge. So I had a misdemeanor. So I was supposed to go to uh, four, four months of house arrest and all this stuff with an ankle bracelet. So we're appealing that. And so I'm getting to this part about this DA, you know, he's always like working up stuff, trying to show I'm lying. And um, when the attorneys took that into their possession and had it examined by forensic experts, there was nothing on the iPad, nothing had ever been recorded, nothing had ever been erased, nothing. So I was found guilty on something that never happened. So this DA has a habit of saying that I'm lying to the judge to try to paint me as some kind of criminal. So we're sitting in the in the on our WebEx thing, and he he's in the courtroom. He says he says, Judge, the next day he says, Judge, he says, um, would you make Miss Peters turn on her camera? And so the judge says, Miss Peters, would you turn on your camera? So they they keep going. The attorneys are you know they're all doing their thing. So I put my head down like this. And um, because I'm not feeling well. And the DA says, um, would, you, uh, would you tell Miss Peters to, to, to look in the camera or put her head up? And, I, and, and so he did. I said, I'm sorry, Your Honor, I'm just not feeling well. And I really was. And I mean, you can still hear me. But um, and it's been, what, 10 days or whatever. And so um, he uh, it wasn't 10 minutes later. My nose starts gushing blood. I mean, it's like. I'm grabbing the tissues. I'm mopping up the blood. At first, I thought my nose was running. So I'm like doing this. And then all of a sudden, blood is everywhere. I'm taking the tissues, mopping up. I took three tissues to mop up the blood. And I'm sure the DA was sitting there because he'd already told the judge, he said, well, we want to see a COVID test, which I already had. We want to see a letter, which I already had, right? And so, and then this blood. And then and then the, 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 the he says to the uh, he's trying to show that I'm faking COVID, right? Yeah. And the, and the judge says, well, I think she's sick because I see her nose bleeding. And I'm thinking to myself. But in the meantime, the Patriots are doing a Jericho march around the whole justice center. And this is their seventh day. And they finished and then went to a restaurant. They didn't even hear the news. They, I, The judge ruled. And, and this is why I want to be fair to the judge, because he did thoughtfully um, go through. He would excuse himself several times to go, probably speak with his clerk, look at the law and that sort of thing. And he came back and actually said that they were um, going to go ahead and allow the new counsel to come in. And they were going to postpone the trial until uh, July 29th through August 12th. Um, so, it, I mean, that was that was just God. I, I can't even describe it any other way. That was just God. I mean, you know, I, I've never heard of God making you sick so that you can, but. Um, Get an extension on your case, but it, it, exactly. it did work. I mean, an amazing stuff. And of well, course, the one good I'm thing sure, that, I'm sure was that district attorney, I, I, you know, I, I think that district attorney was rats foiled again. I mean, you know, just the, the just the, the crappiness of him. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. I said the one good thing that COVID was for. 
That's right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, I mean, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the enemy meant for evil, God turns around for good. I mean, so, it's, well, it's kind of crazy, though. You have to actually be showing your nose bleeding and all this to get them to adjourn a case give you a later date. It's ridiculous. It just shows how corrupt they are. I mean, well, at the end of the day, there's no doubt new counsel should have plenty of time to get familiar with the case. It's a regular occurrence that people fire their attorneys for all sorts of reasons. They dismiss, dismiss. sometimes the, the, the attorneys themselves want to be removed from the case. Uh, in this case, that wasn't it, but there shouldn't be. And threatening you with pro se with no legal background, uh, you know, those suggestions in himself, I, I appreciate that the judge did the right thing finally, but I don't think he should have called you out for a pro se appearance and or told you the counsel had one day to come in and enter an appearance and defend the case. That's just beyond ridiculous. But the corruption really goes beyond the scope of what occurred for the elections, because now it's all the rats scrambling. You know, the lights are out and they want to continue to scramble and hide things. Uh, you know, this is a huge story that came out. I want to bring these two up in succession. George and I discussed this on the radio show today. So these are FOIA documents that now reveal a secret 2020 election day meeting with so many groups, a, 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 like a who's who list. Now, why this meeting occurred, I don't know, but Siza was there, Dominion, Smartmatic, ESNS, Eric Voting Systems, FBI, DOJ, all sorts of leftist organizations, all sorts of secretaries of state, and many, many others. I mean, the list is like a who's who of people that are involved in our system and the system. Eric that I don't Coomer. think it. Did yeah. you know Eric Pimmer was there? I did not know he was on that call. Now, when you look at that call, there was no representation from the conservative side of the world whatsoever or anybody that is questioning the election integrity. I've been questioning Size's involvement for a long time now about why they seem to be at the heart of things. We've seen them involved in the Facebook files and the Twitter files. Well, now Amazon talking about suppressing COVID information and COVID books and election integrity books, direct access. George, you were gonna say something? Well, we're talking about that today and, and what Tina brought up earlier about um, with Facebook and, and Zuckerbuck's dollars, because I believe it was Eric, um, the owner of Eric um, Systems that actually talked to um, Zuckerberg right after this big meeting, or if he, if he was involved, you know, who knows what, what inside information they were giving Zuckerberg in order to where to spend the money. And, you know, it's prime example right there in Colorado with you. Well, at the end of the day, this was a, this was actually at, at the point that I think Zuckerberg had spent most of his money. We're talking about a discussion the day of the election. And it included Runbeck as an example, which I think is incredible. Democracy works. We know all about them and what they're all about. These are like the who's who of what I would consider the corrupt voting system. They're all on a call. What they're discussing, uh, including Microsoft and so many others, can only be not good, I would think. Probably discussing what was going to happen if the voting went landslide for Trump like it was going. Because we know they didn't just have the voting systems. They had the Democrats. You know, these corrupted voter rolls. They had the ballots they were pulling out from underneath the tables. They had the late night ballot <laughs> drops that we saw at the stable center. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on and on. They had a tier, you know, I call it almost like you know, they had their first round, uh, their first round players, obviously, their, their front line, and that was the voting machines. And then it went from there. I think it's pretty incredible when you look at it and you think about things like this. And that's what leads me to what I think is a huge story and a huge benefit. So the Georgia uh, uh, vote switching Dominion ballpoint pen story 
is gigantic, right? That, that really shows that the systems, and I think that case has been going on for seven years, didn't have anything to do with election integrity, it had to do with machines, and was filed in federal court, I think seven years ago, is that right, Tina? That's right, so it's been about six or seven years. It's a long case. Uh, and, you know, I have to I have to give a shout out to uh, voter GA, too. I don't know if you guys have talked to Garland Favorito, but he's been doing this for like 20 some years. Yep. And he's down he's down there in Georgia. So this is a big this is a big win. Um, and they they're going to keep losing because there's going to be more and more big wins across the across the country. What? What, that case in Georgia, actually, the, the judge hasn't ruled on that case yet, has, has she? Not yet. I mean, yet. I don't know what's taking so long because I keep saying this, and Lance and I keep talking about this because, I mean, they showed proof right in front in the court of hacking in the machines. This mm -hmm. is not about overturning elections. It's just about getting the machines going to paper ballots. But this case, she rules in favor of them. Then this sets precedent for, every, for, for the whole country. And I think, you that's know, right. that's why that one part of that is where I'm skeptical that this judge is going to rule in our favor. Well, you know, anytime you have machines, they can be hacked. I mean, I don't care what it is. I mean, and, and as clerk, they would not, meaning the Secretary of State, would not let us go in uh, into the voter registration database from the time the election started until it was certified. And now I know why. I always wonder why is that? And then we would have boatloads of work to do after the election that it just stacked up and stacked up. It's because they're in there making inactive voters active, voting for them, then making it, you know, putting it back the way it's supposed to be. And and that's the problem with ERIC, the Electronic Registration Information Center. So as in anything that's electronic, including the, the poll books, you know, we need to go back to paper, paper poll books and these ICXs. So that's the thing that J. Alex Halderman, and that's what they use in, in Georgia, are these tablets that you vote on. And that's why the people want paper ballots, because these tablets are corrupt. And that was the reason why I did what I did, preserving the QR code program, because Dominion and the Secretary of State had already told me that when they came in for this trusted build, they were going to remove a QR code program. You know, and, like, you know, federal law, you mentioned earlier that the, the federal law requires in a presidential election. Did you say 22 months required by law preservation by law. of all voting records? Is that correct? By law. by law. And they erased them. They completely erased the system. Uh, it, it, it was proven because we did a before and after image. We did an image before they came in. We did an image after they left and compared the two. They had erased 29,000 election records. Now, these are in access and audit and adjudication logs that have the fingerprints of how you get to the total election. They say, oh, no, no, no. But we back up the, the project file. So what, they, what they're saying is we back up the results. We can show you what the results are. But the access log files are who went in and out of the systems, what was what what they did, you know, what what processes were activated and um, and then the audit log files are critical to be able to do an audit. If so I the, when they erase those logs and George, I'll let you go. I don't yeah. mean to keep stepping on you, but I want to get my point across to the audience because the listeners and subscribers need to understand it. The moment they erase those logs, that was a violation of federal statute when it comes to election integrity, correct? That's correct. That so, is correct. I want to I want to lead the audience to this. You do realize what we're talking about here, guys, because I, I, I just want to make sure I get my point here. And I'm going to wrong camera there. At, at the end of the day, 
what's important to recognize is that they lied about this. And the minute they did that, if that was you, me, myself, Tina, or George, we would be immediately arrested for violating federal election integrity laws. There are actual statutes on the books. And the question you'd ask yourself is, why haven't these people that erased those records been federally indicted? There's because only one reason, collected. of course, because it's a cover-up. It's a cover-up, and that's part of the plan, right? I mean, that's been yeah. the plan all along. That's hide right. the evidence, commit the crime, hide the evidence like any good criminal does. George, go ahead. I didn't mean to step on you no, no, twice. No, that's, that's fine, because there's some things I want to bring up. And so we all know the machines can be hacked. Well, not we all. Not everybody knows that, and I'll get into that in a minute. Because one one thing I love was Mark Cook when he was with Joel Altman, and he actually broke it down and actually simplified it for people to understand how these machines got hacked and how it was done. He did an unbelievable presentation. Mark Cook's an IT um, tech guru. Who, if anybody doesn't know, I mean, he's unbelievably great with um, working out, and he actually used a blueprint. Um, from from Colorado, if I believe so. Well, right? so I've been with Mark since the very beginning. I mean, when they flew me to Texas, it was it was with Mark. I was with Mark. So Mark actually has a copy of the image right. on his computer, and he can go in and show you in two minutes or less how he can flip the votes from Biden to Trump and, and back again or anybody. So, and this is what I'm going to get at with this, because it's certain people like that what, what hurts your cause. Now, we all know the ballots, they can they make fake ballots. We all know they hack into the machines. But when there's people going against the hacking part, and I'm going to say specifically who, because I wasn't going back and forth in this the other day on X. And we're talking about Jovan. He's, he was back, like, show me proof. Show me how it's hacked. And I know why he's doing it, because, number one, people, a lot of people have egos in this, in this game. And when your forte is just the paper ballots and you just want to focus on that because you want to make yourself bigger and not acknowledge that it's on all areas, because we know that. And I said to him, I said, it's everything. It's the hacking, it's the ballots, it's all we need to get fixed. But he's like fighting this issue, and it, and it amazes me how he does this, because for people like you that are fighting these lawyers and this thing, and I know it's cost a lot of money, so anybody out there, please donate to Tina, because she can use all the money she she can for her, for her lawyers. It, it's hurting the cause. It's just... I don't know. I'm just tired of these people, all this bickering and all the BS, because it's just... As long as the machines are in place, we right. don't have free and fair elections. We're going to have installed, uh, you know, uh, congressional representatives, installed presidents, installed vice presidents. We're in that spot. The yeah. machines have to go. But then there's a number of other steps. I believe we have to have paper ballots. So, I believe we have to have voter ID. Every There's so many countries that everything. believe in voter ID. There are third world countries. But yet here we are in the United States where we're supposed to have one of the highest levels of integrity, right? I mean, this is what we're supposed to be about, that this is the, you know, the bastion of freedom and we do everything. But in fact, that's not what we have. They are cheating their asses off in Washington, D.C. They're lying to the people over and over and over again. It doesn't matter whether it's KGP, the Biden administration, or members of Congress on both sides of the aisle. They're all a bunch of criminals. They've been getting away with it too, for too long because there's no accountability and no consequences. And I believe in accountability and consequences. Well, I've faced my own situations in the past when I was a different guy. It is what it is. But you can't uh, allow them to continue with this garbage. And that's what it is. It's, it's an election system based on garbage. That proof that George is talking about about that Joe Altman, I think, so succinctly provided. Now you look at 
uh, the information on uh, the the pen bunny hack tool in Georgia. To me, that's a crazy story. That should just be the end of it, right? That should be the knife in 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 in, in the case of voter election fraud. But again, they're going to continue to cover it up, and mainstream media is going to ignore it. And even though it's a federal case, they're going to try to slip and slide their way out of it. Now, this next thing, Tina, that I want to bring up is that is a bombshell recording that I think can't do anything but help you. And, you know, this is the Michigan prosecutor situation where the Dominion voting president, John Polis, perjured himself, which, again, right. if we had perjured ourselves, we'd be found in contempt and we'd be facing criminal charges. He was right. under oath when he was asked about the Dominion machines and access to the Internet. So he actually testified to the Michigan Senate Oversight Committee in a hearing. He was asked about the machines and whether or not they were connected. And he flat out said, no, the machine is designed to be connected to the tabulator, but that, it, in fact, it wasn't connected to the internet, which is a falsehood. Can you give me some information on the machines, how much access they actually have to the internet, whether it's hardline, whether it's Wi-Fi, whether it's both, and the cases across the United States where this has been proved, because like I said, even George in his own district, they weren't supposed to be connected to the internet, and he found- uh, uh, he Right in found front of me, they had the hotspot right in the yeah. table. Hot yeah. spot right on the table of showing the Wi-Fi connections to the machines. He asked, what's that for? He goes, oh, we connect the machines to the internet. He's like, I thought you weren't supposed to be connected to the Internet. But here we are, and they are connected to the Internet. Can you give me the cases across and how this came up and what you think the impact of this? George, we have the recording of the video. When Tina gets done, I want to throw up the video of where he first right. uh, perjures himself. But go ahead, Tina. Okay, so so as the clerk, I was told that these, these systems were air-gapped. Um, is to, so much so that I did, could not even have wires go through the wall. Everything had to be seen, right? Well, we found 36 wireless devices in our election equipment. And when you have these electronic poll books and all these things, they at the VSPC, the Voter Service Polling Centers, they are communicating. That's how they know who's come in, who's voted, what's happened. All everything is is connected to the internet. So as Secretary of State, what I was going to do is I was going to completely do away with anything electronic. I'm talking about you're going to have paper poll books. We're going to be we're going to vote by precinct and we're going to get rid of voter registration. This wipe out this Eric system and completely you can't fix the registration system. You have to wipe it out. You can't clean it up like what uh, what they made Jenna Griswold do and then right afterwards there were dirty voter rolls. You have to wipe it out and tell the people, listen, if you wanna vote in this next election, you need to come into your clerk and recorder's office, show your ID and register to vote, just like you register your car or anything else, right? And you compound this with automatic voter registration where Jenna Griswold sent out 30,000 voter cards to people that weren't even eligible to vote hmm. that came out and then you've got all this everything is is on the internet so so when they were doing this what they call a trusted build i'm standing there uh behind the guy that's erasing the twenty nine thousand election records and i look up at the screen and there's a toggle switch for Wi-Fi. And I said to him, and I have this on tape, I said to him, because my guy wasn't there yet, that was supposed to be observing, and I don't know what they're doing, right? And I'm looking up and I'm going, well, wait a minute, that says Wi-Fi. He goes, oh yeah, they can connect to the internet. And I said, uh, I never knew they could connect to the internet. He says, oh yeah. He says, well, we can, but you can't. 
And I was like, so you mean someone has secret passwords that can come into our election system without me knowing it as the clerk? And I'm responsible for all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then, of course, we proved in report number two that there were 36 wireless devices in there. So this is hogwash. And there has been so many times where John Polis, not only in this clip you're getting ready to uh, play, but has said that these systems were not designed and cannot connect to the Internet. And and bullshit. You know, That's at the end of the day, they are full of it. We we know that they could connect to the Internet. We know that they had the options. Many of them had ports. We know that they had Wi-Fi. It goes on and on and on. I understand Polis was trying to blame the locals, saying they have the option to connect it to the Internet. Now you're being told by, I assume, a Dominion service or maintenance guy that he's telling you that you don't have the option, but they have the option to connect to the Internet, and you're not supposed to have access. You know, what's the truth? The truth is the machines are connected to the Internet in one way or the other, probably at the hands of the people that want to switch votes to install congressional members or presidential candidates or local and county officials at their whim. They try to make sure they try to make sure it's a close count. Fifty one to forty nine because, of course, they want, don't want the election to be audited. So they've got right. to keep it closest parameters. Oh, they only beat us by three uh, percent. At Let the end of the day. I'm tired of the lies, right? I mean, this is just, it goes on and on and on. And the part I can't stand is the way they lie to our faces and think we're all stupid. And then the next thing is they want to use the 1964 CIA term, conspiracy theorist. I was looking at a bunch of information about you online, whether it was on Wiki or otherwise. And the undermining of your reputation about how they want to, oh, conspiratorial, and she's a, a far right political advocate. She's she's a MAGA. She's It's like they try to package you in a way when in fact, all you were trying to do is to make sure that people, regardless of what the party affiliation was, that the person that got elected actually got elected, that they were elected honestly, not that they were installed like a toilet, and that's what we've got. We've got politicians installed like toilets. And I believe that's why we have the corruption we have, because we're taking scumbags, and I'm going to say it, we're taking scum from all over the country and we're putting them in there. They, these are people that lack integrity, they lack moral fiber, they lack ethics, and all they really care yeah, about is getting to Washington, D.C., just like Dianne Feinstein is an example. She yeah. died with a $96 million net worth on a paid off $63 million jet, but she only made $6 million for her entire 40 or 50 years in Congress. You tell me how that's possible. And that's the same case for Nancy Pelosi, you know, Adam Schiff, Mitt Romney, it doesn't matter who. And that's the problem we have. We have, we have people that are unethical. George, let's play the video where this before guy you, is perjuring. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. That, I, I was just gonna say, Lance, before you do that, let me just tell you, since you brought up Mark Cook. So Mark and I were at the Capitol in Denver and to speak for a bill to take the wireless out of the, the voting systems. Literally, you can't make this up. They had a bill, this, this, this senator put in a bill to remove the wireless devices from the voting systems in Colorado. Yeah. So Mark and I independently and other people were, were you know, Voicing our our concerns and saying why we should not have uh, have internet, they're sitting up on the diocese and they're eating their burritos and people that really shouldn't have been eating at all. I must say, um, <laughs> could have gone a few meals without a few meals. But um, <laughs> and then there then there are uh, there's this woman from Brazil that's calling in saying, please, please, please 
get rid of the voting machines. Don't let happen what happened in my country. And mm-hmm. she's wiping her tears as she's crying, talking about her family in Brazil that, of course, we know were, were, they were cheated by the election machines. Do you, I, I want you to know they voted to keep the wireless devices in the machines. Didn't, doesn't Dominion claim that the machines are not connected to the internet? There is no um, connection or wireless capabilities in their presentations? Why don't you play that for us? <laughs> so, I mean, because why would they need to put a bill up to get rid of it when they claim there isn't? And here you oh, this go. Is this You're going to show the video evidence of oh. them saying that they aren't connected. That it's up to the I locals if they decide to. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Let's world. play that right, clip let's next. Play it. I assume he's your attorney. Our company's attorney. Yes, that's correct. Very good. Good morning, Mr. Chairman. Hey, Thank good you. morning, Mr. Brower. Thank you, um, John. At this time, would you raise your right hand? Uh, do you swear to tell the truth, or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. I do. Uh, thank you very much. Um, Mr. Polis, uh, please go ahead with your opening statement. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, Chair McBroom and distinguished members of the committee. It was the second clip. I didn't know if that was going to have it. It was actually the next clip in Gateway. So why don't we grab that? What we're going to see is him actually perjuring himself because the bombshell is this phone call that happened where he's being called out. It appears the prosecutors had knowledge that he perjured himself. I'm curious as to where this is going to go. Before George plays this, Tina, what do you think is going to happen with this? I mean, probably nothing, but what do you think? As your, as your attorneys, are they going to push to have this person indicted for contempt? Are they going to say, why isn't this guy being uh, indicted for contempt? Oops. Sorry, it's my fault. Yeah, okay, go ahead. You know, here's here's what I think. I think that if the people will stand up and make noise, so everybody that's listening to this show needs to take this clip to their legislators. I just spoke in California. Three people even knew about the machines. The commissioners were there. People started yelling at them, and I put my hand on their shoulder, and I said, listen, I said, I was like you. I didn't know either. Would you like to know the truth? So we need people to take this clip, take this show, and show it to their local uh, commissioners. Commissioners can defund these machines. They hold the purse strings. But I believe, yes, I believe this is going to make a big difference if the people if if the people will get out there because you can't depend on the mainstream media, the lamestream media. You have to depend on people like your show and and the audience to take this out there. And then, yes, I believe that we will be able to make a difference. Well, yeah, I'm getting a video up right now, so just give me a second. I gotta... Yeah, that's not a problem, George. I'll give you some time there. But way. the point is this, uh, that we talk to our audience about that all the time. They always say, what can I do? How can I change this? How can I make a difference? And it's very simple. We need to stuff the email boxes for every congressional member across the country, and that's county, state, and federal. And you need to just hammer them, because at the end of the day, you're getting screwed. I don't care whether you're a liberal. I don't care whether you're nonpartisan. I don't care if you're uh, a conservative. At the end of the day, all I care about is you getting the politician that you voted for and that he's put in place based on a true count of the votes, paper ballots, voter ID, because right now the big plan is these illegal immigrants. They're creating a 25 million deep voter pool of illegal immigrants and nobody knows who they are, what their names are, where they're from, because they're all throwing their IDs away on the other side of the border. And they're going to use those to cheat once again. George, let's play the video. All right, let me make sure this is this. I'm just going to put it on. Is this the one we're talking about? That's it. All right, hold on. Yes, it is. 
And so are those networked? Is the computer then networked directly to the tabulator on a local area network? Uh, the systems are designed to be uh, closed networked, which means um, they are connected to each other in a local area network, uh, but they are not designed to be connected to the outside world through either an internet connection or any other uh, external connect connectivity device. Is there something though that would prohibit that from occurring? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, is there something that would prohibit uh, connectivity to occur? Is that the question? Yeah, I mean, if the locals were to have that computer connected to the World Wide Web and also networked to the tabulator, is there a vulnerability? Is there something in the software that would shut things down at that point? Would it continue to operate? What is the security protocol at that point? Well, first and foremost, the physical security um, that is under complete control of the election official is paramount. May I comment because, on that? Sure. sure. Absolutely. Tina, you're the expert. You're probably more so an expert than we are. So go ahead. So in Colorado, uh, the CCR 815.05-20.19.1 and 2 says this, that all equipment must be on a closed network, uh, not be able to be connected to the Internet. And then it says that all access and audit log files must be preserved. And then it says, and that and it goes on and describes what those are, which I talked about earlier. And then it says the county may do that, may preserve those in whatever manner they deem most suitable, which is what I did. Um, so yes, right there it says you, they have to be on a closed network in the actual election uh, rules. Yeah, and if I was the governor of Colorado, I would demand that Dominion return to all our money for all contracts because they're in violation of their contract. The agreement's very clear that the contracts have to follow the law of the state of Colorado. And at the end of the day, my opinion is, is that that CEO, along with Eric Coomer, have actually violated the terms of their contract. And I believe the state of Colorado could request or demand, legally and otherwise, oh. a full refund of all money ever paid contractually. But go ahead, Tina. But that's not going to happen. You know why? Because while I was being protected with 24-7 armed security in Texas, mm -hmm. uh, John Paulos was in Mesa County, of all places, um, and he was talking our commissioners into probably agreeing not to sue them if they would sign an extension, a six year extension. Our our um, contract would have been up last year in 2023. Mm. If they would sign a six year extension to the contract, we had we had people, citizens for three and a half hours with only three minutes to speak each one, three and a half hours going through, begging them, begging the commissioners, please, please do not all of them. I think there was one person that wanted it, the rest of them, three and a half hours, and they still signed that contract. And they put my signature on it. And, you they know, it's concurrent criminal enterprise, right? It's racketeering because they've actually conspired against the laws of Colorado. It's clear that they're not supposed to have these machines that are connected to the Internet. And them knowing that they were connected to the Internet, and they obviously all know it at this point, they become part of the conspiracy. I believe that's what we're really looking at. I'd like to see CBI prosecute them for the conspiracy. It's unlikely that it'll happen. But I think the telling moment here is the prosecutor, the Michigan prosecutor, Losito, uh, I don't know if it was on a Spaces, if it's a phone call where they played it on a Spaces. We couldn't get it downloaded from Spaces. George is going to play it on his cell phone. Oh. But he's he's calling out Polis, 
saying he committed perjury. He's basically saying it live on this phone call, which would make me question, okay, well, how long have you known this and why hasn't he been indicted? If he committed perjury and he's part of a conspiracy to defraud the voters of Colorado, that would seem to be a gigantic case. And it would seem that both Polis and Coomer would be uh, obligated and, of course, be indicted along with the rest of the co-conspirators, whoever they are. It would seem that way, except for the fact that these people have been selected and they know that they've been selected. And and yeah, of course. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It would take a higher law. And at this point, we can't trust the federal DOJ because they cheat. George, you want to play that? Sure. Uh, Michigan prosecutor? Ready? We'll do the best we can here. Guys, we apologize because <laughs> it's hard to download spaces. They don't make a way to do it yet. No, they Next. can, but I wasn't. I didn't have enough time. Oh, my God. Here we go. The background music. Mike, Pete Lucido, I got your message. When I was in the Senate in the Oversight Committee... We did Dominion. It was published, uh, recorded, and it should be online. The president of Dominion testified, and so did his engineer or software maker. And the questions were centered around whether or not there was access to the Internet on these machines that Dominion made. He said no, and it was a lie. It was a big, fat lie. So, George, we've got some media in there. These are the letters from Mr. Butts, and he's demanding an investigation of the crime of perjury related to Mr. Polis' testimony while he was under oath. I don't know this is going to go anywhere, but uh, are you familiar with uh, Butts, uh, Tina? Do you know him? I'm sorry, no. Mr. Butts, who actually submitted this letter. So, George, throw him up. In, uh, you can do it in succession. There's some Which areas ones? What are we talking red. about? The media that's in Notion. There's three letters that are in there oh, there towards is? the bottom. Oops. Yeah. We'll grab those up. And basically what this is, is he's demanding an investigation of the crime of perjury, which I think is obviously extremely important for your case. Because, again, if he committed perjury, he was asked questions like when asked by Senator McDonald if it's possible that votes could be manipulated by inserting a USB drive into the Dominion tabulator. Of course, Polis responded, no, I don't think so. Now, I love no, I don't think so, because, of course, he leaves himself all the wiggle room he possibly could have. And then he adds, even if it was, it would be detected. And, of course, detected by whom? And exactly what did Mr. Polis mean when he said he didn't think so? You know, of course, pressed on his vague response, he asked to guarantee it could. He asked when he was asked to guarantee it couldn't happen. Of course, he waffled some more, and he slip slided his way through. Lucky it wasn't me because I would have hammered his ass right on the spot, and I would have asked him to, to explain the technical infrastructure of the machines and are there network cards? Do they have the ability to attach to Wi-Fi? But it would have been somebody that would have had to really nail his ass to the cross, in my opinion. When you're ready, George, I got you had that for Yep. Here right. we go. Let's put up the first letter. And this is where he's talking about on December 1st, 2020. And he's talking about how he was sworn in under oath. And I've reviewed the Senate testimony. That's page one of the letter. Page two, it goes into Dominion was forced to disclose in Williamson, Tennessee, that its source code was defective. And that Dominion voting systems did not accurately tally the votes. Now, that in itself is frightening that they're saying that there's software in this Tennessee case, which I'm not familiar with, and it's in Williamson, Tennessee, that in fact the source code is defective. Had you ever heard that before, Tina, that the source code no. was defective? No, but I we, think it's really interesting. And now he says. Third page? Go ahead, Tina. Oh, okay. No, I was. Oh, good. Now we can see it. 
I was, no, I know the source code is defective. It's not, it, it, well, let me put it this way. In my opinion, it is purposely made that way. And I think that we are going to see that play out with the new evidence that will be revealed. Well, Butts further says, I respectfully request that your office assign a criminal complaint number to the request for investigation and schedule a meeting with me as soon as possible to provide you and your investigators with evidence of Mr. Polis's perjury. So I think that's really important. And then he goes on to say, I respectfully request that your office assign a criminal complaint number to this request for, for investigation and schedule a meeting with me as soon as possible. He says it twice in the letter to really nail it down, not giving them any wiggle room. And in, in my opinion, this should involve CBI, federal agents, and of course, state prosecutors. There's no question. That this should, the FBI. Yeah, there's no doubt that this should be investigated. Of course, we know that those institutions are corrupted, but here's more evidence. And for our audience, I have to say this, you guys, I don't know how often we can tell you this. And we, we say it over and over again. You can't have a free and fair election with the machines in place. They Anything. cannot be trusted because we've got a bunch of slimy bastards in Washington, D.C. that have been using this. And the slimy bastards are in the counties and the slimy bastards are in the, in the, in the states. There is no way to have a free and fair election with the machines in place. You have to have paper ballots and you have to have voter ID. Tina, go ahead. You know, and, and I'll reiterate again, and you've said this before, it's not, this isn't a Democrat and Republican problem. These are globalists. These are people that want to take our country down, that want to destroy our country. And every single thing that's happening in our country right now, we're talking the fentanyl, the open borders, the wars, you know, what's happening with child trafficking and such, it all stems from the elections or selections as, as I, you know, as I call it. So we've got to get rid of anything electronic, anything electronic, because and especially since these are not transparent, you know, and and so what I tell the clerks is, OK, if in your if in your state or in your county, you, they will not let you get rid of those machines. Just implement another process. Just say, OK, that's fine. We'll keep the machines when those ballots come out of there. Let's go ahead and hand count them under 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 camera. You can implement that process. And if anybody says anything to you because you're elected by the people in most cases, then say, well, we just want to restore um, a voter trust. We want to restore trust for our elections. And, and and that is all it would take to do that. And then you would see, now I'll give you a good example. When I, when I so-called lost my race uh, for Secretary of State, I said, uh, I raised the money and, and it happened to, to seven other people that we know didn't lose their races um, and raised the money for a recount. The Secretary of State was in Colorado was supposed to do the recount, right, for all 64 counties for my, they were supposed to use voter verified paper ballots. Now, this is really important for people to understand because they keep hearing this images, images, images. Well, we'll show the images online. We'll show the images. What they did was, instead of using voter verified paper ballots to do a sample testing, they used the ballots that are filled out before the election in the logic and accuracy test. So I just want to be clear on that. And and the, ran those through again. You have to get back to the voter verified paper ballots whenever you're doing anything. So let me just tell you in report number three, which is the proof. So if you if in your county and you go through. Mesa County report one, two, and three, but especially look at report number three. That shows how they're cheating in the actual boxes. I don't care if it's the S and S or 
hard under civic or dominion you know i'm not picking on anyone because they all have the same platform the ballot goes in a picture is taken of the ballot right and then a second database is created that no one knows is, is happening second database is created that ballot is moved over to the secret database it would be like a uh a bookie having two sets of books one that they see and one they don't see so they can cheat right those images are changed. And the reason why we know that the votes are changed on that ballot image. So it'd be like having a picture and then just uh, changing where the dots are, right? The reason we know is because they go through adjudication different and they also uh, they also are not, they don't have the SHA file, the dot SHA file, the, the Shaw hash algorithm file. So, this, what is in that database? So some are counted from the first database, some are counted from the second database, but no one knows there's two sets of books. And so so you can have 100 ballots come in. That was the thing I couldn't get through my head. Well, we had 100 ballots come in, we had 100 ballots come out, and this is what it shows the total is. But the images, if you compare the images with the ballots, they are not going to agree. Get rid of every machine, whether it's a poll book, whether it's a registration, whether it's a tabulator, get rid of all of it and do it by hand. And it's easy to do by hand under camera um, and, and get it done. France does it. The whole, whole, whole country of France hand cancer ballots. Yeah, we've seen that obviously other countries don't trust the machines either. Of course, there's a long history of our own government being involved in corrupting uh, elections across the globe. So, Tina, we're out of time for tonight, but I want to I want to give you a chance to have you tell people where they can find you, where they can donate to your lawfare case and assist you, because obviously we know you're under major, major defense. We know expensive how expensive that is. Tell them about your new show over on Lindell TV one and anything else you want to share with them and how they find you on social media. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know you're you're probably putting it down the chat too, but uh, the TinaPeters.us has all of my information, uh, my website, how you can donate. I really appreciate. It. I'm, but my friends and supporters always say, but you didn't ask anybody to donate to you. You know, I'm 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 so I I just hate to ask people for anything, but I'm a very good steward of uh, the, the the money that you do donate to my legal defense and to me personally to be able to continue to travel and spread the word and speak out. Um, this is the hardest job I've ever done for no pay. I just uh, I just actually got kicked off of, of Badlands Media for having a host. Um, of, <laughs> of, of, Crypters, don't even bring them bums up. Go ahead. Substitute in while I was in court last Monday. Um, and so, but uh, uh, Mike Lindell and Joe Altman and, and that that team, they've worked so hard and they they want, they asked me uh, prior to this and also now, I just started a new show on, uh, on Lindell One, on Frank's Speech, so you can subscribe to that. Um, and it may be in the, in the lower third, I, I'm not sure, but um, you can go on, uh, subscribe, watch my show, had an incredible, tomorrow actually, uh, it's at it's at 9 a.m. Eastern, and tomorrow I'm having uh, some people on that are not only going to talk about ranked choice voting, which if you don't know what that is, you need to know what that is. That is the another dastardly evil thing that are on many state ballots right now, 
And you may not know about it because what they're going to do is they're going to come in with a whole bunch of money right before the election to hoodwink people and propagandize them to think this is a good thing. But ranked choice voting will guarantee we are tied to the machines forever. And it is a way for them to continue to steal. And there's even more to it that, that I'll be talking about on my show tomorrow that will basically ensure that a Democrat or their party pe people will always get into office. So tune into my show. You can reach me at Real Tina Peters on on um, uh, uh, Twitter and uh, Telegram and uh, Rumble. And then Frank Speak, I mean, um, Truth is uh, Tina Peters. So please, please do follow me. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to the people that are praying for me. I feel it. I'm very grateful. I know I have angels around me. And you too, George, and 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 uh, Lance, or or two of those angels that I'm very grateful that you're sounding an alarm and getting the truth out. So thank you for having me on. So Lance, hold on. Um, so Tina, <clears throat> anytime you need any assistance for anything, come on a show. You need something, let us know. Lance and I are here for you. Yeah. You know, we do this for our country, for you. No problem. No questions asked. We're not those other people. I don't want to mention names, but we all know what's <laughs> going on. So. Yeah, we appreciate you taking the time out to come on the show. I know our listeners and subscribers appreciate every time we bring a great guest, a truth teller like yourself, somebody that believes in America first, believes in election integrity. At the end of the day, I hope they come away from this with information to share with their friends and family. And again, I always say this to you guys, doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, we have to fight for what's right. If your your elected official wins, I want him to be put in place, he or she, and I don't want them to cheat and put who they can put in so they can control them. I don't want big tech to control. I don't want globalists like Klaus Schwab and, and uh, Alexander Soros or any of the other globalists that seem to believe that they should have the right to tell us how to live our lives. It's not what we're about. Don't forget, if you like the show, share it, take the short form content. You can use it any way you want. We're not, we're not going to come up and pop up with any kind of that copyright BS because that's why we're here is to have you get our voice out. If you're listening to us on audio or video podcast, please follow, subscribe, like, and that includes Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Cl uh, Cloud Hub. No, uh, what's the one, George? The one SoundCloud. You SoundCloud. I got to get that right. We're on 45 different audio Plants. platforms, Tina. I'm going to make it easy. Keep it up. Just Google the good Big Mig and everything will come up. <sighs> We're everywhere. Yeah, so the Big Mig Show, of course, we're on Rumble, we're on Locals. If you can tip, if you can afford a financial subscription, all that money goes back into the show. Any kind of donations go back into the show through Rumble Rants or otherwise. Because, again, this is what it's all about is expanding our voice. If you're not already following us on, uh, obviously, on X, you want to follow Lance Miliacho, G. Ballantine, and the Big Mig Show. Also, don't forget to, get, forget to hit those notification buttons. Those notifications will come up when we have new stories coming up. We have lots of great guests that are lined up. We try to keep you guys ahead of the curve. We're doing our best. Of course, uh, it sometimes gets ahead of us as it is right now that we have so many guests lined up. If you're on True Social, Getter, Gab, LinkedIn, or some of the other uh, platforms, you're going to want to find George Ballantine. He gets the extra... Uh, letter on those other platforms, Lance Miliacho, and of course, the Big Mig. We really appreciate you guys. Remember, you have to be tip of the spear with us. It's not just one person, one voice, one issue. We have to work together to take back control of our country. George, last words. Um, Tina, whatever you need, we're with you. Everybody, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. 
Thank you for your birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we have a show. I can't get his name, Lance. I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, my God. Texas well, I can tell you this on Friday. <laughs> Friday, you want to come on because we've got Michael Waller who wrote Big Intel. This is a great book. I've gotten most of the way through it. Uh, it talks about the CIA and the weaponization of those agencies like the FBI against the American people. Oh, got it. This guy is extremely knowledgeable. I would tell you to go out and get a copy of this book. Okay. You will not be disappointed. Ryan, okay. Ryan Zink from Texas District 19 will be on tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Um, he's battling... So we got to do what we can to get him over the line because March 5th is the deadline. And we also got Jamie Sinellis too. But we'll be on tomorrow night, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. Be there, Thank family. Thank you, everyone. Tina, don't go nowhere. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee, make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. 
Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now.